Okay, everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Figure It Out podcast with me, Chandler Collins. Sorry, had the Bears game on in the background, almost turned it over there. So a little bit of a pause there in the word podcast. But we're here tonight, NFL Week 18, the final regular season Figure It Out pod, boys. I don't know if you realize that. Johnny Blaine joining me as always. What a season it's been. Seems like it's gone by insanely fast. I think this podcast plays a huge part in that because we I I'm not speaking for the other two, but I know I'm looking forward to it every week. I think that's kind of what speeds up the week. I mean, it's almost already time for the NFL, and we are here to talk about it. Let's talk to Blaine and Johnny. Boys, how we doing? Johnny, we'll start with you, brother. I'm doing great, man. Just full of energy, feeling good. Got a well, I had surgery today. Uh, oh. It was on the top. Yeah, it was on the top part of my head. Um, you know, pretty nervous. While you know, beforehand, of course, but right. you know, during they 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 put me under, and uh, my surgeon, you know, got the scissors and stuff around my head. Came out alive on the other side. You know, Looks uh, really thankful, good too. Thankful and blessed to be here. Uh, for the people who don't get the joke, I got a haircut. But uh, you know, I'm loving <laughs> life. Um, We'll, we'll, we'll get into it. There's a pretty big sports story with the NFL right now, some some, some big news, and I'm sure uh, Chandler, Chandler will let you kind of cover that. But um, what's going to be great is everybody likes to get back to the normalcy, right? Hopefully we have some of that this week. And funny enough, with no Thursday night football, uh, the Kansas City Chiefs are the first game of the slate. So they'll be the first football game in this league um, on Saturday at 3.30 after what happened on Monday night. So that aside, which we'll get into it, I'm just happy to be here. Blaine? I put a steak on the grill before this. Took like yes. a nice hot shower. Got a got a couple waters in me, threw a zen in, and it's, I mean, I got the bears on. My I put my cheese flag up in the background. <laughs> oh, baby, in week 18 NFL coming up, playoffs ahead. Um there's this there's a lot. I was I was trying to study a lot of the playoff predictor machine, whatever you call it on ESPN. I love playing with that thing and figure out what this podcast because uh, you know, it's gonna go it's gonna go very many, many ways, and it could go many ways Saturday and Sunday. But I think I got my finger on a few things and uh it, it's this is a really fun episode because there's a lot that could happen. Yeah, so before we get into our week 17 takeaway. Since there's going to be so much controversy and playoff seedings, we're not going to do one whole segment. As we go through the games, when we get to the games, if there's a huge playoff implication, let's talk about it, and we'll uh, we'll go from there just so we stay on the same sort of flow. Um, week 17 takeaway, Johnny alluded to it. Uh, horrific scenes Monday night. Won't spend much time on it because we know we like to have fun on here, and and uh, everyone's been talking about it. But uh, Damar Hamlin for the Bills – Scary, scary injury uh, really shook the football world and I think really kind of the sports world in, uh, in general and um, ho- hopeful that he, he returns to full health. Uh, I'm not sure if he'll ever play football again. Right now, I think it's just hopefully we save him as a human being. But um, really scary, puts it in perspective, people that played the sport. Um, I mean, I know several, several of my best friends through the sport of football, um, and you could tell that it was kind of that family feel uh, between the Bills and really even the Bengals on Monday night. I mean, these guys are such in such rarefied air. Not very many people get to be NFL players, and when stuff like that happens, I think it shakes not only 
the community, but the football community especially. Um, so let's move on from there. Um, I have a legit week 17 takeaway. Um, and let's get back to a little lightheartedness. Huh. I've just been right all year about the Minnesota Vikings. They stink. And they are going to be a one-and-done team in the playoffs. And I guess I have maybe two Week 17 takeaways because on the very flip side of that same game that we saw the, from the Minnesota Vikings, I'm not for sure that you want to play the Green Bay Packers right now. And I think there's going to be some NFC teams uh, that are going to have to face them that they're not going to they're not going to be looking forward to playing them. Um, not going to say they're going to win first round, but from where the Packers were, I believe I said. Uh, I think it might have been like a week three, week four takeaway maybe. Have to check the tape, but I said the Packers were dead as dead can be, and here they are on the doorstep of the playoffs. So two week 17 takeaways for the kid. Save the best for last. Vikings stink. And on that note, Blaine, you go ahead and you give us your week 17 takeaway. Yeah, <laughs> the Vikings stink. They're horrible. Kirk Cousins is horrible. He's not horrible. He's just not phenomenal. He's gonna. He still has a chance to win a playoff game in the NFC. And when he does, we'll have some fun with it, and we'll go back and forth. Now, I don't think they're gonna win the NFC, but they're, the Vikings still have a chance to win a playoff game. Just, it's okay. They they ran into a buzzsaw. Should have lost it by buzzsaw. Less than ten. I mean, there were two bad, you know, interceptions returned for touchdowns. Kirk wasn't very good. That's okay at Lambeau, and we'll talk about the game at Lambeau Sunday night. That's gonna be a fun one. Uh, Packers Lions sweet game mine is rather sticking with the NFC is just are the Eagles starting you know I know it's Gardner Minshew but Miles said like they haven't been able to run the ball because Jalen Hurts is that big of a factor in the running game they haven't been able to do a lot of things even with Gardner Minshew since Dallas you know I mean you lose to the Saints 20 to 10 similar yards gain similar game and you can't, you know, you can't really get, you know, good teams, number one seeds can win a game like that, especially against the New Orleans Saints. And I think it's bad timing for the Eagles this week if they don't get the one seed. It's a team that I'm really looking at betting against week one in the playoffs. And I just have a head scratch about the Philadelphia Eagles. And I'm really looking forward to seeing how this this week one matchup looks for them if they don't get the one seed. Johnny, go ahead and wrap up week 17 for the boys. We'll move forward. Week 17 takeaway um, is maybe I don't want to say in all of sports. I'd have to really think about it. But certainly in football, I think it's okay to say that the Washington Commanders organization is the worst organization in, in, in sport, in football, just of how poorly they are run. Um, I'm sure you guys saw, I don't know if all the listeners saw, but <clears throat> they got destroyed uh, in this game. For some reason, they started Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz was, oh my God, he was terrible. He's terrible, guys. Is he gonna? I don't even think he's gonna have a job next year. Done. A backup, maybe. I mean, he's a bad locker room guy. He he cannot step up in big moments. And there was really no bigger moment than this. Your entire season is on the line. They go to you in their time of need. They didn't like what they're getting from Taylor Heineke, which again, like. Taylor Heineke could have, could have done this. Wentz was 16 of 28, 143 yards, no touchdowns, three picks. And if you watched any of the highlights, it was a circus from Carson Wentz. But what makes it worse is that after the game, Ron Rivera was asked um, yeah, the question along the lines of, the reporter asked him if, you know, 
about this quarterback change and basically, you know, his thoughts on um, – I can't remember what game it was. What, do you guys know? Oh, if Green Bay would have won that their game, <clears throat> the commanders would have been automatically eliminated. And, guys, Ron didn't know that. He didn't know that. He's a respected coach. It's just an organization that exudes failure, ineptitude. It, and it's and it, with all businesses, guys, you see this. If it's an accounting firm, if it's a a, a a clothing company, it just starts at the top. And Dan Snyder is the worst owner in all of sports. From sexual allegations to uh, poorly maintained and upkept facilities. They got the worst stadium in the entire league, right? Like, I, I feel bad for their fans. That's my takeaway. I feel bad yeah. for their fans. They've gone through naming changes. And yeah. frankly, Washington football team was way cooler than the Washington commanders. And then yeah. at halftime, so, let me, let, I'll finish. You yeah, guys go ahead. You no, right. say. I'm, I'm almost done. At halftime, they release a new mascot of this game, of halftime of, of the season, Major Tutty, who is a, a pig, a pig. And, and they're, they're called the commanders. I get it. It's a reference to their fans. Um, their, their fans just dress up as pigs because of like some reference to their, 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 uh, their team's history. Maybe you guys know what that's called, but um, this is a clown show of an organization and uh, it starts at the top with, with Dan Snyder. I don't know if, if you guys think there's a worse organization in football, let me know. M- maybe the Lions, but I, the, the commanders are a fucking joke. No, so the hog or the pig thing, I think in uh, – now, I don't know my commander's history that well or the organization's history, but I'm pretty sure that, like, in the 70s or 80s, their freaking O-line was, like, the hogs or the, something like that. So I think they're kind of trying to bring that back kind of like to instill some of that historicness from way back in the day but yeah you're right johnny and i think my second point is i think they're going to go through another name change if they sell the team i guarantee you a new owner comes in and wants to change it so then just right then and there it's going to cause more ineptness i truly believe unless the owner comes in and just throws money because that organization needs it blaine you had something we'll move forward no, I just was going to say on the flip side of a great organization, the Steelers winning last week and and Tomlin, Kenny fucking Pickett, and just what Tomlin's been able to do in his career over so many years. And I was also, too, like we were talking about Hamlin and that injury, Tomlin knew Hamlin as a as a teenager-ish coming from Pitt because he's from Pittsburgh, yeah. Hamlin is. And some of the words that he said about Hamlin and just his character and the way Tomlin thinks about things and the way that organization – philosophically of guys buying in because of who they have from the top down. It's just a complete 180. And I wanted to draw that between the commanders and how impressive Tomlin and that, that game was last week for Kenny to pull that off too. Before we get to week 18 halftime in Springfield at great Southern bank arena bears up 40 to 25 during Johnny's week 17 takeaway. They were really pissing me off. I may have made a couple of, gestures toward the screen because they really wanted to piss me off in that half and they did but they're up 15 at the break let's get to nfl week 18 oh johnny go ahead one more more thing sorry no it's a great blaine (laughs) raises a great point with just comparing well-run organizations to horrible ones and let's just take the example of pittsburgh i just looked this up pittsburgh has had three head coaches since 1969 you know how many head coaches the washington organization has had 
16. Okay. <laughs> like that shows you, that tells you all you need to know right there. Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh has no business with this roster being in contention for a playoff spot. They need a lot of stuff to happen and we'll get to it as we go along, but it's a testament to Tom Lynn and just, just the horrible. I mean, he did it. Remember, remember Mason Rudolph and what was that quarterback duck? Something that Hodges. That? Yeah, Hodges, Hodges. Hodges. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what the fuck? But yeah. Let's get to it. As Johnny said earlier, NFL week 18 kicks off with the Kansas City Chiefs versus the Las Vegas Raiders. We'll come back. Let's fast forward. Saturday night football, 7-15. Some are calling this the AFC South Bowl. I think that's fitting. When in your in the theme of this game, I believe it applies to both sides. Um, winner of this wins the AFC South, if I understand it correctly. I hope the boys can correct me on that unless I'm wrong. Jags minus six at home. I absolutely love it. They're so hot right now. Titans absolutely reeling and limping into playoff contention potentially. And I don't even know that I have to spend much time on it. I believe in this Jags team. I don't think they're that good. I don't want this to sound like I think that they're some world-beating team. I still think that they have major flaws. But – they're so confident. I think they've improved week in, week in, week in, week out. And I think that they're ready to go to the playoffs. So they deserve this win, and I'm taking them. Jags minus six. Blaine, we'll start with you. Yeah, I'm going to go Tennessee plus six, but I could bear, you know, just because it's the South, the playoff matchup on a Saturday night, but I think the Jags are going to win. Now, you could win handily and, and win this game by five and just how this game could be played and how Tennessee wants to play it. But as we've said so many times on this, Derrick Henry owns the Jags. The Tennessee Titans own the Jags. But it just, it's not that time. There's a weird feeling in my mind, just as you're trying to, trying to say, Chandler, there, that the Jags are the team of destiny in the AFC right now. They're going to win this football game. And uh, I just, I don't think Derrick Henry can quite do it with them being banged up up front and just the way that they've kind of played around the last two weeks. I don't believe in Tennessee. Um, I'll take them plus the points, but Jags win handily. Can you quickly define what you mean by team of destiny? Because I think maybe not that you know they they're going to make this over the last six weeks. I mean they've been tough to beat. Not destiny of Super Bowl run, but destiny okay. of I mean making the playoffs is a Jaguars yeah. Super Bowl. You know? I agree. Okay, I just wanted to make sure you ever yeah, uh, yeah. we were on the same page there. Johnny, go ahead. I did a radio hit with a buddy of mine who uh, works for 590 The Fan in St. Louis, not to brag, but uh, <laughs> focused a little bit there on uh, on on this game. Uh, this this game is really fun, in my opinion. Like I kind of I like when the division's on the line like this. Winner goes in, loser is out of the playoffs. I think it's pretty pretty cool. But um, I'm leaning Jaguars here. But I will say this about the Titans. It, they are going to rely so much on Derrick Henry this game, like so, so much. And the Jaguars miss tackles with 59. And that's like the last thing you want to do when Derrick Henry is running. So that's something to monitor there. Um, they're playing D, uh, DFS. I said this maybe two or three times this year, but uh, this would be a good time to hammer Derrick Henry. Um, because the, the Titans are aware of what they have at quarterback. If you're a Titans fan, you have to be really honest. Like this team has got to figure something out at quarterback with the way their season ended last year 
uh, with being the one seed and having the bye. Tannehill throwing three picks in the divisional round and losing to a five-seed Cincinnati. Uh, they were calling for his head all offseason. So much so that they drafted Malik Willis. And we've seen in the limited sample of Malik Willis that he is totally not prepared to throw in this league. And so it's neither of them. In fact, it's so bad. And, you know, Tannehill's hurt. But it's so bad in Tennessee um, that they're going to Josh Dobbs. I mean, this is a practice squad guy. Uh, this is not – he's and he's been around for a little bit. It's bad in Tennessee. And so Titans fans – I, I'm curious what Titans fans would say they're going to do. Are they going to get into the mix for Derek Carr? Frankly, it would just be kind of – it's just like a Tannehill thing to me, right? Like what, what's going to be the upside? Are the Titans going to be the team that makes a huge play on Lamar Jackson if he gets out of Baltimore? Like what, what, what are the Titans going to do? Are they going to go get Jared Stidham? You know, like I, I, I'm curious really what the Titans are going to do. And they're going to do something different at quarterback next year because Tannehill has an out in his contract that would save the, the club a lot of money. And keep in mind, they're going to have a new GM because they fired their GM during this season. So the Titans are an organization to really focus in on. And if they lose this game, Johnny Rose preseason flag plant that the Titans would miss the playoffs is going to be one that you can lock in. I'm taking the Jaguars in this spot. I think, I think they win this game and uh, get into the playoffs. Oh, the Johnny Rose Jags resurfacing. That might not be good for the Jags. We'll say that. Johnny Rose Jags probably have a losing record. When they're not the Johnny Rose Jags, they probably have a winning record. Moving to Spot Sunday. Su- Sunday, Baltimore Ravens travel no- travel travel west to take on the Cincinnati Bengals. AFC North, a lot of spots here on the line. I think a loss here, in, and unfortunately the Bengals have to play. They're not as a as weird as it is to say, the Bills are more effective because it's their teammate. But, man, the Bengals had to have felt a big effect from Monday night's injury. They got to step back out on the field against the Ravens. They're at home, though. I think that the Bengals looked like they were cooking on all cylinders the first eight minutes of the game. Um, at the end of the day, it's Burrow at home versus who? Tyler Huntley? Unless Lamar's back, which I don't think he is. I love the Bengals minus seven, Johnny. Am I wrong? Just curious to see how they respond after that moment on Monday night. Like, in a divisional matchup, seven seems like a lot, but then you got to look at who's going to be a quarterback for Baltimore. I don't even think they know. Huntley's terrible. Oh, my God, he's terrible. Um And I, they need Lamar in a bad way, but I just have no idea what's going on there. I really I – really, I really don't. Um, yeah, I mean, I'd lean Cincinnati here. One thing I really like about the Bengals, guys, is that the Bengals, and like you said, they came out hot in that game. The Bengals just do that. Like, I feel like in big moments especially, the Bengals choose to be the aggressor. And if they lose as the aggressor, they're okay with that. The Bengals take the game to their opponent, where I feel like a lot of the time – the Chiefs let the game like kind of come to them and then try to adapt, right? And it, it, yeah. it works for the Chiefs. It works for the Chiefs a lot of the time. If you make a boxing analogy, that worked for Floyd Mayweather his entire career. He would just let the other guy come to him and dodge everything, and then make you know one counter and, and win and win the match. Whereas the Bengals are like the heavyweight fighter that just comes out swinging and is coming after you, and you better try to fight back or you're going to get absolutely destroyed. The Bengals in that game against the Bills in the limited time that we saw. Just went at the Bills. 
just took it to him. And Blaine sent us a text in the group, and I totally agree. I think that they were in, in a position to throttle Buffalo in that game. I, re- I really do. And um, unless anything weird happens here, now that I've kind of processed it, I think that they can cover the seven and, and, uh, and get after it. So the Bengals are a team that would be kind of frustrated. They actually had an outside track at the one seed um, after that unfortunate event the other night. But I think they don't have a chance at the one seed now if this ends in a tie. All right, Blake, what do you got? Yeah, I, um, it, it'll be interesting to see how both teams respond. I mean, if you're Cincinnati, like they've had to really, it went through the gauntlet. I don't, I don't care who you are. If you're sitting there on the field watching that happen, and then with press conferences this week and going back through the motions in that same stadium, same facility, like it's got to be a weird transition all week long for Cincinnati. I, now, I think they can definitely overcome it, professional athletes, and they'll be fine. But it's something to, like, just as an emotional standpoint, Baltimore coming off that loss, they really need this win to get hot going into the playoffs. You know Harbaugh is going to have those guys fighting. These two teams don't like each other. I mean, it's a, it's a weird situation, and it's hard to bet on because of that. Now, I'm going to bet Cincinnati. I think they have the chance to blow Baltimore out, but – It'd be interesting. And another thing, like with, I guess, like the thought of all this is what what are the Ravens week one in the playoffs? Is Lamar going to continue to kind of be passive? And there's been reports that Lamar's getting healthy and not playing because of the lack of the contract or what's going to look like in the future if he's their quarterback of the future. I mean, there's just so much to go into this game that it's nearly impossible to bet. I'll go Cincinnati, though. The exact opposite could be said of this NFC South duel. By the way, before I get into this, Johnny, phenomenal boxing analogy. That was like eloquently thought of. I can't believe it just came off the top. Carolina at New Orleans. Game we won't have to spend much time about. I'm going to go Saints in the Dome. This game literally means nothing. Uh, this next year, we're going to change the stinky tag of the year. This would be a strong candidate. Two teams absolutely dead. Carolina had a chance to make real noise and had a bad Tampa Bay team on the ropes and let Mike Evans have a career day. Um, They are dead. Um, If they win Sunday, I would win $25 against Jordan Turner. But honestly, I'm not sure for the Saints. I want to be in, I want to be in misery in terms of my Carolina Panther fandom because it'll help me coming into next year. I've been high on this freaking Panthers team the last two years, and they've just really been bleh both times. So, Saints, for me, Blaine, what do you got? You know, Saints, for me, the same same reasoning here. It's 7-8 and eight versus 6-10. and 10. Both are going to be around the same draft pick. Like, you, you get down to, like, some of the Bears and, like, what's the front office thinking, but these two teams are both going to want to go into the offseason with a win. Both have quarterback questions. Both have a ton of questions. Like, they want to look good and polish it up. So, they're going to be playing hard. They're going to be fighting it. It'll be a fun game to watch, but it stinks. So, <laughs> yeah. I'll go Saints because they just, you know, they, they just handled Philadelphia, given. But um, Saints are looking a lot better late in the year, a lot better than Carolina has. Blaine, both of these teams really let us down from a podcasting perspective. I, I heavily went to bat for the Panthers and the Saints. You were heavily on the Saints with me. Neither one has worked out. Johnny? Really just a battle for draft position, and it's only on the Carolina side. Carolina currently holds the ninth pick in the draft, uh, New Orleans the 10th, but of course their pick is going over to Philadelphia. So Philadelphia is cheering hard for Car- for uh, Carolina here. Um, 
just just a lot of questions around this game on 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 for next year. I could care less about this current game, like you guys said, but um, you know, Carolina is Steve Wilkes the guy. I, there were reports today that uh, owner Dave Tepper has been reaching out to uh, John Harbaugh at at Michigan. Um, Jim Harbaugh, Jim Harbaugh at Michigan. Yeah. Um, yeah, John's on the Ravens. Yeah. Jim Harbaugh is Dar. Are they going to give it a go with Darnold again? Is it going to depend depend on their draft uh, pick? Are they going to be in play for a free agent quarterback? So, a lot of factors there for for, for Carolina. Um, and then on the New Orleans side, uh, well, Dennis Allen just stinks. I I, I assume they're going to keep going with him, though. I'm I'm not sure they want to start over again at coach, but uh, like I said, they don't draft picks, so. Uh, that sucks for them, but what really sucks for the three of us, um, I am very sad that this is most likely the last game that Andy Dalton's going to be their quarterback, and I'm not going to get to hear Blaine just lose his shit every week about that loser being quarterback still for this team and then not giving a chance to Jameis or, or anybody else. So there will be a new quarterback most likely for uh, the New Orleans Saints next year, and it just breaks my heart that Andy Dalton's going to get out of there. Um, I'll take uh, I'll take New Orleans in this spot because Carolina wants to lose. Dennis yeah. Allen is a D.A., yeah. dumbass, initials D.A. Love it. I was going to ask you if you had any final thoughts. Really well said to wrap that up. AFC North battle, one team matters, the other doesn't. Pittsburgh Steelers host the Cleveland Browns. Steelers have a very, very backdoor chance of making the playoffs. Need a lot of things to happen, I hope. I'll be honest with the listeners, don't know the playoff scenarios that well. It was we get down farther in the teams within the hunt with teams that need a lot more to happen than just one thing or the other. Pittsburgh, I believe, needs a couple of things to happen, and they need to win. And for that, I'm going to take them to win. Minus two and a half. I think Johnny's honestly on to something here. Deshaun might just stink. Um, but I'm not saying it, but I think he might be right heading into the uh, off season, um, Cleveland may have really overpaid for him. Give me the Steelers here. Uh, I don't think there's any. I think Kenny Pickett's they're on fire right now. Johnny, Deshaun stinks. He's a weirdo perv, and it is hilarious to watch him play football. This was his best game of the season, and he took five sacks and didn't even complete twenty passes in the game, like uh, last week. He 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 stinks. Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh is not very talented on their roster, especially on offense. But as we talked about a few minutes ago, they are such a well-run organization, and Tomlin is just a, such an awesome coach that for them to be in this position is just remarkable. They are 8-8. Eight and eight. They were 2-6 and six at their bye week, and they're entering this season, uh, in this game with a chance at the playoffs. And here's what they need. They need the Steelers – uh, they, they need to beat the Browns, they need the Bills to beat the Patriots and the Jets to beat the Dolphins. Those things could happen. Those things could happen, and Pittsburgh could be the seventh seed and into the playoffs. I, I obviously think that their ceiling is pretty limited, but it has been nice to see Kenny Pickett make some strides. And that, and that throw to Najee Harris in their game against Baltimore was chef's kiss. And Collinsworth made a really good point after that play. He said, if Mahomes had done that, and there's that joke, if Mahomes do this, does this, we all go nuts. Collinsworth was wrong. That was two Kennys left 
in a huge moment, evading pressure on the run through traffic to a running back out of the backfield. And Najee's like, you know, he's a pro player, but Najee's been kind of a disappointment so far. He's not the most crazy athletic freak guy. And, and Najee made a really good play on the ball too. So just good, good for Pittsburgh. Um, I'll take them in this spot. Going to be tough to get into the playoffs, but hey, so you're saying there's a chance. Got, I mean, there's a very good chance. Like, I really think that Pittsburgh is going to make the playoffs here. They win this game. I look, two and a half is right about spot on. I, I mean, that's a great line, and I'm going to take them with it. Maybe, maybe a three-point win, hopefully, obviously. Um, but the Dolphins, you know, you look at what, Skylar Thompson at the Jets? You know, I don't like that. Patriots. Mm. Should lose at Bills, and here you go again. Tomlin has never had a losing season as a head coach. He's 8-8, eight and eight and he's not going to have a losing season this year. Steelers make the playoffs to get the seventh seed here. AFC South battle, absolutely stinky. I can smell it from Indy from Cape Girardeau right now. Houston Texans going on the road to take on the Colts at Lucas Oil, a stadium in which I've been to this year, a stadium in which the Kansas City Chiefs have lost in and a stadium in which I never will return to again. The Indianapolis Colts and the Houston Texans are both dead as can be. This is an absolute draft uh, draft position game, not really for the Texans. I think even if they lose, they would still have the number one overall pick. But for the Colts, I think if they win, they like fall to like five or six maybe. And I work with a Colts fan, and shout out my boy Reed, though. He's a, he's a good guy. But Colts fan, he wants them to lose real bad because he wants – I think they would bump up to like two. So take that whether you will for the Colts. Um, in his honor, I'll take Houston to win. Why not? Texans scrappy, played well down the line. Really nothing to play for. I got the Texans, Johnny. <laughs> Isn't it, Blaine? It oh, is. I'll go, you know, Sorry. I'll, I'll get it. <laughs> Flip flop, flip flop. <laughs> no, that's on me. No, that's, that's just that's. I don't have out. shit. I, don't, I, I don't have shit to say on this game, though. That's the problem. I mean, I'll say I'll say enough, and I don't have much either. Because what what is there? But the weird thought of you know this is like the week week eighteen where you talk about draft picks, like you say, Chandler. But Saturday fighting for his job, but I bet the front office is fighting for a pick. And that is just, is Saturday going to have his guys or is he going to not want to, you know, what what do they do? And what does Saturday do? How does this team respond to all of that? Weird, 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 weird situation for the Colts. I I mean, if you bet this game, you're a fucking degenerate of all degenerates. <laughs> don't, don't. For a brief second, when Blaine said Saturday, I all of a sudden just thought of the day. The, the, the man didn't cross my mind, so I was really confused That's... what you meant. But I didn't say it out loud. Johnny, what's up? Sam Ellinger is so bad. Like, I just – the Colts have the fifth pick in the draft as it stands. Houston, number one. I, dude, neither team wants to win. Like, the best outcome of this game is that none of these guys get hurt. And that has nothing to do, you know, with what happened on Monday. Like, I, in all reality, like – this should in a game like this they should make it touch football or flag football because like this is there there is nothing to play for here this is pathetic I, these teams should be 
fucking ashamed of themselves. <laughs> this is an absolute fucking nightmare joke. These teams are a com- <laughs> This is hilarious. Okay, I'm gonna do this math. These these teams are a combined six, twenty four, and two because they tied <laughs> each other early, earlier in the year. And it would just be fitting if these teams tied in this game too. I'd I'll take the Texans. Nice. Go Houston. Minnesota goes to Chicago, a game that I don't think matters at all for either team. I think the Vikings, they have their spot secure. I don't think they can move really at all. I think um, they're what the fourth seed, Blaine, because they they can they are the three seed. Okay, so maybe they could fall or go up. Who knows? But Chicago has nothing to play play for. Um, not starting fields i believe it's nathan peterman ew and for that reason i'm taking the bears vikings stink um i'm all over chicago here if there's any quarterback in the league that can beat Kirk cousins it's nathan peterman and the chicago crowd's gonna be fired up even though they don't want to win um i think they cover plus seven and a half too no doubt give it to me all the way i'm bears across the board boy you can go ahead no actually it's not your turn i remember it's johnny's turn first Okay, but uh, you're going to take Peterman? Oh, That's yeah. the dumbest oh, shit I've ever heard. <laughs> oh, my gosh. No, I'm not. I'm, I'm not doing that. I'm, uh, I'm across t- the board. <laughs> hey, Chicago Bears, for, for the betting folk out there, plus 255 at home. <laughs> oh, this game's in Chicago, right? So I'm curious oh, yeah. if there's going to be. Um, oh, weather. I'm Surely is there going to be bear weather? I'm trying to look it up right now. I don't know if it's, it's going to be. It's going to be uh, windy. I can guarantee you it's going to be windy, and it's coming off that lake. You might not even know it's going to blizzard, and all of a sudden Kirk's going to walk out there with all of his chains on, and it's going to be a blizzard, and he's going to be crapping oh. himself. Temperatures in the low 30s for this game. I am not taking the Bears in this position as much as you are correct about the Vikings. Uh, I'm willing to. Kirk Cousins cost me my fan, one of my fantasy championships. Yeah. He was just awful. Yeah, that was just really frustrating. In the two biggest moments, two out of the three biggest moments I needed Kirk this year, he failed me. One time he helped and got my parlay to win. But the, the two other times he, he screwed me over. But I think they're going to cover in this spot. They're the three seed currently. They cannot drop to the four. Tampa Bay is locked into the four. Um and the Vikings have already won the North. So they could go up if San Francisco loses their game this week. So they, they do have something to play for there. Um, but wouldn't it be hilarious if San Francisco lost, Minnesota won, Green Bay won, and they have to play the Packers in the, in the freaking first round of the playoffs? That would – that's – that's not something that they want because right now the Vi- if the Vikings stay in the same spot, they play the Giants because the Giants are locked into the six. So Minnesota definitely would, would want to play New York Giants over over the Packers. But that, you can't go into a game not trying to win like if you're Minnesota. And they're, they're going to try to win, and I think they're going to cover <clears throat> the seven and a half there. The Bears are a complete joke. They, they currently have the second overall pick in the draft. If they were to lose and the Texans were to win – the Bears would actually get the first pick in the draft because the Texans have that tie. Um, so, so the Bears could have the first overall pick in the draft if if that happens. And look, like 
that's that's all great, but this is another lost season for the Chicago Bears and just a total disappointment. They have a long way to go. I'll take Minnesota. Why the hell would Chicago even tr- try to do anything? I mean, Johnny, thanks for laying it out. I mean, it's, it's perfectly said. It's complete opposite for Minnesota. Justin Jefferson, 15 yards last week. They want to get that offense going before the playoffs. They want to put some stuff out there for them to be confident. And they want to kick the shit out of Chicago going in. And Chicago went the exact opposite. For that reason, I'm all over the Vikings. Um, it's, it's pretty easy for me. Big difference between wanting and doing. Monsters of the Midway showing up on Sunday morning. Good God. <laughs> before we uh, before we get into the next game, whoa, some guy's revving his engine outside my window. That was really loud. <laughs> I could hear it. Good God, boys, down here in Cape. Sound like uh, a monster in your vents. There might you be must a, get a lot of chicks. Yeah, there must be some sort of monster truck derby out there, maybe. Huh. Bears, timeout, media, 46-27, just knocked down a big three, keeping the listeners updated as we go along. New England Patriots go on the road to take on Buffalo, and I'm sitting here thinking about this. I look up the next matchup as you guys were talking about what the, the previous matchup, and I'm sitting here thinking about this. They're going to kill the Patriots. They're going to rally, obviously, as as big of a rally as it can possibly be. Um I think as the news seems to be getting better as we're recording this, there was some more optimism coming out today. I think hopefully praying that it continues to get more and more um, optimistic as the week goes on. I think that only helps the Bills players. They're going to start getting a little bit of a confidence, starting to get a little bit of a want to win for Hamlin, and it's a bad spot for the Patriots. Uh, Mac Jones is going to have to perform at an all-time level because the Bills are going to be on all cylinders here. I firmly believe that. Uh, Vegas thinks that, too. Bills are minus 335 to win. I mean, I think it's a slaughter fest waiting to happen. I'm all over Buffalo here. And I'll be honest with you guys, I forgot who's next. I think it's Blaine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good job, Chandler. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I, I mean, a lot – I've heard some people say that it's the opposite for the Bills, and I think that's just ridiculous. So I, that's I, so you, wrong. You've never been in a locker room if you think that because it's going to be the complete opposite. And, Chandler, I'm with you. Bills are going to show up. Now, Patriots are going to too, but it doesn't matter. I mean, Patriots have a chance at making the playoffs. A, a, a clear – I mean, I feel like there's toss-up throughout this. Dolphins loss. At Jets, which I think will happen. Steelers loss, which could, and Jags win, which I think will happen as well. So there's a there's a very clear chance that Patriots make it, but but like you're saying, it, it it's just gonna be really hard to beat the Bills, and I'm going Bills with you, Chandler. Yeah. I haven't seen if there's any weather in play in this game. Um, but you know, it's a lot to play for on both sides. I agree with you guys completely, though. I don't, I don't need to say any more about that. It, it'd be impossible to have a letdown spot here for for the Bills, in my opinion. You know, I get, I, not impossible. I guess the only way I could see it is if, like, somehow the Patriots just go nuts and the Bills are still so fresh off of this game. Some of their guys are just kind of like, man, I don't give a fuck. I just want to – you know, I, all I can think about is DeMar. That's just not going to happen with the Patriots, though. Like, it's just it, – I have – it's so crazy how little respect I have for the Patriots. And, and and any respect that I do have is going right towards Bill. 
I have such little respect for Patricia. I, I for some reason, I just don't get it. I, I, I just can't stand this guy, and I can't stand Mac Jones. And I, um, you know, just the Patriots are just not a good football team, and yet they're in a position where they could make the playoffs. Here, if the Patriots win, they're in, and uh, I just don't think they're going to win here. Um, no, I, I'm not. I'll go Buffalo. Quick FIO question. Both of you have to answer it. If you had to start a franchise right now and your options were Mac Jones or Zach Wilson, who are you picking? Mac Jones. Mac Jones by a mile. Probably running the football a lot. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. by a mile. Yeah, same. Wow. I didn't actually think it was going to be that easy to answer. I I wouldn't think about it. You guys were really ready for that question. It's like you knew I was going to ask him. No, Zach Wilson, like, I don't want him even in as a third stringer. I don't want him in my locker room. I think he's such a, he's made such a bad rap for himself. Like, it's just like a rat running around that, you know, you kick, everybody wants to kick the shit out of him when he gets in there. Would you take Zach Wilson or Carson Wentz? I think I would take Wilson just because he's there. Maybe there's a chance you have some sort of breakthrough. Yeah. It's so funny. Carson, Carson Wentz. And Zach Wilson and Matt Jones, if you were looking at like that barstool quarterback tiers, they would all be in the Kirk Cousins category because yeah, they stink. <laughs> sorry, New York sorry. Jets go to South Beach to take on the Miami Dolphins, as Blaine alluded to earlier. Skylar Thompson, I believe, is starting for the Dolphins. They also signed Mike Glennon per Johnny Rowe and per other sources. Um it's a weird time in Miami. I wonder how Tyreek Hill's feeling about that. Won't spend any time on that. I kind of like where Blaine's head's at. Um, the fact, though, that it's in Miami scares me, and it kind of feels like the Dolphins can slaughter this Jets team. Um, not because I don't think the Jets have a really good defense, because uh, I think they do, but the Jets officially eliminated from the playoffs. I don't trust the Jets' offense. Um, and playing in Miami, I don't know. I know it's not going to be fired up, but it's going to be hot. It's going to be humid. Are the Jets going to be ready to play? The Dolphins have to play and play well and win to go to the playoffs. So I'm all over the Dolphins here. I don't think it's much time. Uh, contrast to Blaine, actually. Johnny. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, now Blaine uh, forgot. Yeah, I did. No, I put it no. Well, you, I knew you were saying <laughs> contrast to Blaine. It's okay. It's okay. We're, you know, it's, it's like the Chiefs special teams. It's been 18 weeks. We're not going to figure this out. It's just we right. don't know who's going next. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> something to think about with uh, with Miami. This game means a ton, right? They, they've lost five in a row. The future of Tua, you know, career-wise is up in the air. They've forfeited. They've tra- you know, traded a lot of draft picks to get Tyree Kill. They ha- they were stripped of their first and third round pick in this upcoming draft uh, because of their owner Stephen Ross's tampering uh, violations with Tom Brady, and uh, you know so they- they're slated to pick 18th right now, and they don't have a first round pick. So, I mean, it's a big deal for Miami. Um, so with a third string quarterback and and showing how desperate you are by bringing in Mike Glennon, who by the way. If 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 you listeners have not seen a picture of this guy, I'm not exaggerating. Mike Lennon's neck, it it looks like there have been two grown human being adult necks sewn together. His neck <laughs> is two necks long. 
I don't understand how he looks like that. And he's obviously terrible. I ask any Bears fan, you know, he's, he's terrible. So uh, I don't know. What was the line that you said? The Jets are one point favorites, according to the Barstool Sportsbook. Yeah, the Jets could play spoiler here. I think I like the Jets. I mean, the the the, the, the Dolphins are completely reeling. If you're a Jets fan, though, I think you, you're 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 pretty frustrated too, because your ray of sunshine was Mike White. Mike White's not the answer, guys. Mike White's not it. You know, he had a really good throw a few weeks ago and against the Bills. You like how he took some hits. It's like, you know, Mike's not it. Mike, we love you. Really sorry about the broken ribs. You could be our backup next year, maybe third string. That's that's about all they got. The Jets need to figure out something at quarterback, and they're slated to pick 13th. The, the, the Jets did really well in the draft last year, and hopefully they can keep that up. But, yeah, this is another, another weird game, but I'll take the Jets. Yeah, if this this for me is – I mean, they both have lost, what, five straight. So, good God. I mean, the, uh, such a downfall, it's insane. But last week, the Jets just laid an egg against Seattle. That's Seattle. I mean, they haven't scored a touchdown in two weeks. Mike White looked like he should not be playing. I mean, he's, he's banged up. But for me, ultimately, it's – Salah needs to win this game really bad. Miami needs to win this game for the playoffs really bad, but I'm really starting to feel like Salah's going to get his guys going. That defense is going to play a little bit better than it has, and I think if you can get something out of Garrett Wilson, Miami can't defend the pass for anything. I mean, they're horrendous against it, so if Mike White can have a pulse and they can score some touchdowns, Skylar Thompson showed a lot of things in the preseason, hasn't shown much since. He's he's not been good as a starter. I'll go with the guy that has been a starter and Sala getting his guys fired up. I don't care if they're out. They want this is a divisional game. Like if it were, you know, Chiefs Raiders, like we're going to talk about later, the Raiders are out, but you know they want to beat the shit out of the Chiefs. It doesn't matter that they're out. I'll go Sala. Needs to get it right before the year ends and and I think he will. Jets. Fuck fun you, Tyreek. Fun fun fact about that game. Mike McDaniels or McDaniel, sorry, and Sala probably on the Niners together. Uh, same coaching staff. So boys going at it. Sala easily would destroy him in a fight. So I like where your head's at, Blaine. Let's go Sala. I like Sala and the Jets. I'm flipping. <laughs> Blaine sold me. It might be the first time ever, but Blaine's confidence, uh, I'm all in. Tampa Bay goes on the road to take on the Falcons. This game stinks. I don't see Tampa doing anything. I would not be surprised if they rest everybody, which I really think they should. Um, Atlanta is is bad. It, Atlanta is minus four, so it seems like Vegas kind of knows what Tampa's plan is going to be. Um, in terms of who wins the game, I guess I'll take the Falcons. <laughs> Uh, because Tampa's just not going to play anybody. But I think, I mean, Tampa's, I don't want to play Tampa if I'm an NFC team in the playoffs right now, I don't think. I think it's weird how good they're playing um, after just one, a couple of weeks sample size. Uh, Blaine. Yeah, reports of Mike Gavin, just a lot of guys sitting for Tampa Bay, especially on the offensive side of the football. And on the flip, Falcons, like, if you're Desmond Ritter, you're fighting for a job next year. You're fighting to put something on tape here that's going to prove a point. A lot of young guys for the Falcons want to win this football game and want to look good. And just for that reason, I mean, it. it's going to be backups versus a young 
you know, could be backups a lot of other places, but a young core in, in Atlanta that are trying to win this, and I'll go Atlanta for that reason. Good God. Um, at, sure. I'll take it. No, I'll take Tampa. Oh, my God. This is terrible. Uh, yeah, it's not good. Uh, Atlanta's slated to pick seventh in next year's draft. Again, this is just a, t- a bad organization. Arthur Blank's a good owner. It's just weird how, you know, beautiful stadium, a Chick-fil-A that's open on Sundays. Like, are you kidding me? But this is a team that just can't get it right at quarterback. It's a point that I made all the time before the season. You guys make it too. You guys agree. It's not rocket science. It's the most important position in all of football, in all of sports. And they can't get it right. And I, there's some some sources that I trust nice. uh, that their opinion is – I like this opinion. If you're a team like Atlanta, just keep taking swings at quarterback. Seriously, Atlanta can run the football. They have some good pieces on the offensive line. Probably need some upgrades on defense. But you can get that later in the draft. You know, evaluate the board when you're there. And if there's a guy you like, just keep taking them. It's the most important position in football. Like, you know, Atlanta doesn't need to take a corner if Ritter is their option at quarterback. You know what I'm saying, guys? Like, if you like Will Levis, I don't think I really do right now, but it doesn't really matter. If you like Will Levis, fucking take him. Like, don't take, take a, just a offensive tackle or a, another receiver because you, you, you don't need it. I think Drake London is pretty good, and he's had a good connection with Ritter, but I, I don't think. It's early, but I don't think Ritter's the guy. I mean, if he was the guy, they wouldn't have let Mariota play for so long. So that was a long way of saying I have no fucking clue what's going to happen in this game, but I'll just take Brady. The Cardinals travel to San Francisco to wrap up the season as 14-point underdogs. San Francisco has to uh, – obviously, they're in the playoffs, um, but they can improve their their seating um, with a win, I believe, and like an Eagles loss or something maybe. I think we'll let the boys talk about that. But anyway, the Niners are going to be playing this game, and they're going to want to win, and I think they're going to slaughter the Cardinals. Cardinals season from hell, another poorly run organization. It's funny that we, like, go through the season, you get to week 18, and you see who's not in any contention and what their situation is, and they're all pretty much poorly run organizations. We're going to get to a few more here that are very poorly run, and they're in the same position. Niners all day for me. Not really a, not much on this game, in my opinion. Uh, Johnny, I think it's you. Niners all the way. Um, awesome game against the Raiders last week. Didn't see that coming. Um, loved the the Niners by that big line. Um, if I don't turn around my gambling ways, I'm going to start selling pictures of my feet on the internet because <laughs> I got bills to pay and – Man, gambling's hard anyways. Um, I, I I think that, you know, now that I see that name, I wasn't even thinking about this team when I said my week 17 takeaway about Washington. Arizona's not as bad as Washington, but they're, they're pretty certainly bad. a bottom, bottom five, definitely. I'm trying to say bottom three organization uh, in football. Um, it, it's, it's just a complete mess. And – their GM's going to get fired. Their coach is going to get fired. And I think Cliff just needs to go back to college. 
like go go or go go schmooze some moms and recruit like or go try to win go somewhere where you can learn how to win cliff doesn't win he didn't win in college he he, he couldn't win with mahomes he can't win with kyler murray and i'm so out on cliff very good looking congrats on the sex i'm sure you've had plenty of it but we're we're talking about wins on the football field here, and we're not getting a lot of wins. But uh, give me the 49ers here, and I I think I brought this up with you guys. I've already bought into some offseason free agency and trades for the Kansas City Chiefs. I know it's looking way ahead. Somehow get Isaiah Simmons onto the Kansas City Chiefs. He's from Olathe, Kansas. They're going to want to get Would draft picks in Arizona. Give me a defense with Sneed. And I assume Willie Gay and Bolton on the field at one time. Okay, I'm getting way too excited, but 49ers. Johnny, you mentioned it last week on the pod with Joe Rat. Shout out Ball Placement Podcast. Uh, I remember listening to it last week. Blaine, go ahead. Johnny, I want to hear your take on the quarterback for the Arizona Cardinals. David... David Bowles. David Bowles is going to do it. And if you were listening to the Figured Out podcast back in the Detroit Lions um, hard knocks, oh, yeah. you would have heard a lot of from Johnny Rowe on David Blows, who is David Blau, who's going to be starting for the Arizona Cardinals. I did not know that. Yes. So they're oh, shutting, my God. They're shutting down McCoy. They're shutting down everybody. And David is starting this game. I mean – for, for the fact of uh, these these teams played what in Mexico not too long ago it seems I don't know how many weeks ago it was but 49ers just what I think three they they got down three nothing and outscored them 38 to seven to close and destroyed them it was a rainy game but this one could be rainy as well and that even heck that even plays in the 49ers hands in itself so 49ers big if they win they have a chance they have a chance they win Eagles lost versus Giants to get the one seed so it'll be fun David Blau started against the Falcons last week, was yep. bad, of course. But now that you remember, I mean, that was a long time ago. Um, it, there's a common theme here with these guys that I don't like. Um, I don't like what the frick guys. I don't uh-huh. like what the I don't I don't like guys who get tackled, thrown to the ground, or throw an interception and get up and say, oh frick. I don't I don't like that. That's cringe. Russell Wilson does that. Derek Carr does that. David Blows sucks. Dallas goes to the Washington Commanders to finish the season. Seven and a half point favorites on the road. Dallas, one of those teams that it's in the playoffs. Um, three teams from the NFC East locking up a playoff spot before week 18. That's pretty impressive for that division. Um, considering what we thought of the Giants and the Commanders. Uh, well, I guess basically the last 15 weeks of the season because we really wanted to buy into the commanders. But Cowboys here, I think that they dominate. Uh, Washington starting Sam Howell. That's kind of not a great defense to uh, make your debut against, in my opinion. Um, the commanders are inept. I could, you know, we, we could sit here and talk about it, but they are, they're just an inept organization. Um, to Johnny's point earlier about Ron Rivera, in his quote about him not knowing, like when people say that, I feel like they're just put doing it for show. And Ron Rivera is the only coach that like, I believe that he actually didn't know. 
Like, I feel like 99% of the coaches, like, say that, but they're, like, they're watching football. They know what's going on around them in the league. Like, they know what they need to do to get in the playoffs because you're going to coach to what you need. And for Ron Rivera to say that and look so believable than that I actually believe him, it's just inept. Um, and that's my little spiel on the commanders. Johnny got me fired up earlier. Especially for a team – that I put so much hype into start the year. Had him in the playoffs. Figured out pod. We all three did. Johnny can't neglect on it now. We all three have it. I have the graphic, and the Cowboys are going to kill him. Commanders are dead. Blaine, or is it yeah. Johnny? No, you're, me off. <laughs> you're good. Um, I, 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 yeah, I mean, this one's pretty clear. I like the Cowboys. I just the, the whole Ron Rivera thing really sucks because I like Ron Rivera and I think he's really good at football coach, but God damn, that was just a nail in the coffin of, of what I thought the commanders could have been this year and the mismanagement of that. I still believe in Riverboat. He's done that before. I mean, he hasn't done that before in his career. He's made that move to do the right thing and make the playoffs. Just didn't happen this year. Um, Cowboys, you know, they, the NFL did a really good job with this three o'clock slate because per se, Philly's playing at noon, Philly's losing to the Giants, then Dallas, you know, or per se, somebody's losing, somebody's winning, then they can maybe take off the breaks at half or or take mm-hmm. off the starters before it starts or however it may be. They're all going to be watching the scoreboard at halftime, and it'll be interesting to see how these games shake out from a seven-point game or a 21-point game to then maybe resting some guys or not. So with that, you know, I'm not really heavy on betting any of these 3 o'clock games, but I'll go Dallas just because – um, they want to win this game. They need to win this game, and, and they will. Yeah, Dallas would love nothing more than to steal the division from Philly. That'd be just huge. They'd just love that, rub that in their face. They won the most recent matchup, um, and they'd love to steal the division from them too. Seven points. Seven points is so tough. This is th- – th- Maybe for this week we should have just done like pick who wins and whatnot because I don't want to give people advice on something like this when, like you said, at halftime, if things are going a certain way, they could take the guys out. And so, yeah, I'm going to be very, very choosy with with my matchups this week. I, I take Dallas. I think Dallas will Dallas can win. They don't want to go into the playoffs on a loss. Um, but yeah, you know, I said everything I needed to say about about uh, Washington earlier. I did say before the season, and I got laughed at that I thought Sam Howell would start or, or play this year. Or some, I said something along the lines, because I, I remember talking about Sam Howell, and it's interesting he's getting the start here. You know, like, to tie up the Rivera thing, and then we'll just move on. If Rivera – you cannot tell me otherwise. I won't believe you. If Rivera knew about that playoff scenario – Carson Wentz in that spot. Like that's that's why to me I don't get it. I just how can you start Wentz in that spot when your team's entire identity was changed around because of Heineke? Like the guys liked playing for Heineke, and Heineke's not he's a backup. He played in the fucking XFL. He just plays hard. You can't convince me otherwise that um that 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 Wentz would be the answer in a matchup like that, a must-win game. So yeah, Ron just Ron just fucked up. I just hope it doesn't cost him his job for real. The Chargers go on the road to take on the Broncos. Chargers probably uh, presumed that they're going to rest all their guys, a team that's been injury and getting guys back. I think that's a good idea for them to do that. Um, Vegas, I think, thinks it too. Broncos are favored by two at home. (laughs) 
that would not be the case if the Chargers needed to win and get in. Um, I won't spend much time on this. I still think the Chargers are going to beat Denver. I mean, I think Denver only plays good against the Chiefs. I don't get it. Um, so, I mean, maybe Russ has a good game, but why would I believe that? I'm going with the Chargers here. Why not, Johnny? So I'm trying to figure out, is that true? Blaine, do you know, can the Chargers? Chargers need to win this. If if the Ravens beat the Bengals, which will happen before this game starts. So weird scheduling. So if the Ravens do beat the Bengals, then the Chargers need to win. If the Ravens lose to the Bengals, Chargers don't need to win. They're in that five seed. So five seed's what you want because you don't want that six seed playing Cincinnati. That's horrible. But – you know, you would love that five seed to play Jacksonville or Tennessee. And that that uh, yeah, AFC North game is at noon. Yeah, Correct. it is. So they'll yep. they'll know. So they'll know. Okay. Um, there is no part of me that's going to bet on Denver. Like, give me. Ch- I'll take Chase Daniel. I'll take Chase Daniel. Like, if he's playing that game, I'm not going to bet on Denver. I will say this. Like, I think Hackett. Hackett had a lot to do with the bad about Denver because this guy Rosberg or whatever his name is comes in and and blame they got Russ running. You know, Russ had two rushing touchdowns right against the Chiefs. Like they got Russ moving, and Russ had Russ didn't run the entire year uh, when 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 Hackett was the coach. I mean, barely. So I, I let's just say this though. That's enough about Denver. I'm scared of your Chargers, Lion. It's yeah. hard to beat a team three times. And from a Kansas City Chiefs perspective, I so much want to avoid the Chargers um, in the playoffs. So, like, if the Chargers get – say it stays just how it is. Chiefs are the one. They get the bye. The Chargers are the five. They play the four. Say the Chargers win. That means that the Chiefs would bore either the Ravens to beat the Bengals – or either the Patriots, Dolphins, or Steelers to beat the Bills, or else that first-round matchup for the Chiefs is going to be against the Chargers. That is not a matchup that I want, bro. That is scary to me. Absolutely not. And, you know, that's just one of those weird you, – you, if you bet this game now, you're a fucking idiot. But if you bet it at 3 o'clock, then you're a genius. So obviously wait as we're talking. But you're right, man. I, I The Chargers, this whole AFC, every, like, I don't want to see Jacksonville. I don't want to see the Chargers. I don't want to see Cincinnati. I, I would love to see Baltimore, I guess, and maybe Pittsburgh. But everywhere else, man, it, 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 flip flip what you want. Flop, the Chargers want this five seed. There's a situation where they got to play for it. They're going to kill Denver. Now, on the flip side, I could see Denver – um, beating Chase Daniel and, and running away with it. I will say, if the Chargers sit, I'm definitely going Denver because I think there's a lot to play for. Russ is going to have those guys playing. He wants to win that game. He wants to look good, um, just part of his ego and part of going into next year for Denver. But, yeah, we'll Ugh. we'll just see what happens at noon. R- Russ cried after the last game. Gosh, he's so cringe. I cannot stand Russ what I can stand, and this will be the last point I say about the Chargers – did you guys see the catch by Mike Williams on the sideline? The one-handed catch? Oh, my gosh, mm-hmm. you're shaking your head, Blaine. I'm going to have to – neither of you saw Mike Williams' one-handed catch. Okay, uh, while you go into the next into the next game, I'm going to send it into the group, and uh, we'll get your live reactions because this guy is 
what I would have done for Mike Williams to hit free agency last year and the Chiefs pay him a boatload of money. I, he is he's top 10 pick for a reason. He's amazing. Yeah, absolutely. Rams go on the road to take on the Seahawks. Seattle, sorry, caught me at a bad time. Had a little snack, a little hunger. During what the is time. that? What, what did you get? It's hard work doing this podcasting shit. I'm moving my mouth a lot, burning calories. Had to put some back in. I had a little slice of bread with some honey. It was nice. Really nice. loved, really onto the honey kick recently. Enough about that. Rams play the Seahawks. Seattle wins, I believe. They're in. Seattle has to win this game to get in. Um, Johnny shaking his head no, so let them explain that. But I do believe that if they win, they can make the playoffs, so I'm not entirely wrong. So Seattle will be playing this game at home. Rams, I don't love them. I mean, I know the Baker story is kind of cool, but they stink. Seattle all day at home, minus six and a half. I look for them to be dynamic, over under 41 and a half. I kind of like the over in that, by the way. Okay, here, here here's how it lays out. So if the Packers win, they're in, but that is at seven o'clock Sunday night. And that's why the NFL scheduled that game there. It's going to be an awesome Packers Lions we'll talk about. But if the Packers win, they're in. Chance, you know, chance to lie. You never know. Seattle's playing for a spot here. And if they win and Packers lose, here we go. Here we go. And so I'd like to see Seattle do something here. I think. I would like to see the Rams do. This is one of my favorite games of the slate. Ew. Yeah, well, it, it has implications, and I think the Rams are going to want to play well because they don't, you know, at quarterback position, is Baker going to be their guy going forward? They're going to – McVay wants to show a lot, wants to see and test that. Seattle and Pete Carroll. Pete Carroll is notorious in some of these spots to get his guys going. He's a player's coach. It's going to be awesome. Seattle six and a half is just too much for me. I I, I just I don't know. I, I I really want to have something to say for you guys, but I don't know. And um, I'm staying away. I'm staying away until Johnny goes. I'll take my pick after Johnny goes. <laughs> Fair. Yeah, yeah. I I think Seattle's play here. Um, God, the NFL is just so much about money. They were talking to safety Quandre Diggs, and they were asking him, you know, like, why would they put the Green Bay game after this? It's because the NFL is all about the show, right? Like, they want, the, they want Seattle to fight their balls off, and then they want all eyes on, the, on this Lions-Packers game to see who's going to go. Like, so, uh, yeah, it's and, – and if the uh, Seahawks lose – the winner of the Lions-Packers game goes to the playoffs. Yep. Yeah. Which I, I got to condition myself more to start calling them the Yawks or the tournament like Sean Payton. It's way cooler to call it that than the postseason because that makes me think of baseball. Playoffs is just kind of mid. We're, <laughs> we're getting towards the Yawks, and uh, I'm looking I'm looking forward to it. I think Seattle's the play, and Seattle's in a great position organizationally. Um, if they go Geno again next year – they can have a similar season, if not if if not better than this year, because their roster is just going to continue to improve. If Geno's not their guy, well, would you look at that? They get Denver's first round pick, which is number three this year, and they have their own first round pick, which would be in the in the twenties if they make the playoffs. So Seattle's in a good position, and a complete one eighty from that is is the Rams. The Rams are supposed to pick sixth. Of course, that pick is going to Detroit because of the Stafford trade. 
McVeigh is coaching career is uncertain for the Rams going forward. They have no money uh, or cap space because they've given all of that to aging veterans like Bobby Wagner, Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey, great players, but you got to have some draft picks to get some young guys in the building. I, I think, and that's why I think that they got incredibly lucky and fortunate that they won the Super Bowl. Fortunate, not lucky. It, it, it's hard to win a Super Bowl. I don't want to take that away from them, but that's why I didn't like when Les Snead, their GM, was wearing the shirt to their parade that said, fuck them picks. It's like, man, you're getting real cocky here. You're like, you need the Rams don't have them. I'm not sure what they're going to do at quarterback. I really think there's a chance that Stafford could retire. If that happens, I think McVay's done too. And come on, like, really, is Baker's going to be your guy with a new head coach? It's just the story of his career, and you've seen how that goes. New head coach, Baker Mayfield, and the quarterback is not – a conducive environment for success. So like the Seahawks in this matchup and going forward organizationally, uh, the Seahawks more than the Rams. Sold Seahawks. Sold. Oh yeah. Sorry, Blaine. You're on the Seahawks. (laughs) Yep. New New York giants go to the Philadelphia Eagles. Eagles 14 point favorites at home. Makes me think giants not going to be playing many of their guys. Um, I think that they are in the sixth seed, no matter what. Um, so with that, Eagles playing for the one seed, if they lose, they won't get it. I know that for a fact. Um, so they're going to be fired up for this game. Blaine sent in, per Blaine, that the, the uh, Jalen Hurts participated in walkthroughs today. Take that with a grain of salt. Um, you don't have to play through shoulder pain in a walkthrough. But good sign that he's back with the reps and whatnot, yada, yada, yada. Eagles win this game. Uh, Giants, nothing really to play for. They're going to the playoffs. Good for them. And Johnny, I got to disagree. I like, I like playoffs. I'm just gonna. I'm a good classic playoffs guy. I don't need the yoffs. Don't need the tournament. Um, just give me the original. And with that, Eagles going to the playoffs. Giants going to the playoffs. Eagles win this game, though. Johnny. Yeah, someone's got to bring the E, though, and I'm just the E guy. So let's go Yachts and tournament. So uh, <laughs> I, Johnny Rowe was right about something. It's that Minshew is a backup for a reason. Remember I was saying that stuff? Like, th- there are 32 teams in the league, and each year there are, like, 16 teams that are on the search for a quarterback. And so if Minshew really was the guy, and there's teams evaluating all the time, he would be the full-time guy for somebody else. He, he's just not. He was really bad in this game, so bad this last game that A.J. Brown was, like, in the locker room, like, kind of shit-talking him. Like, I don't know, man. Like, I, I know it's going to be Hurts. I, it might not I be. I know. Like, it might be Hurts. Like, oh, I, the, the Eagles are reeling. Uh, they they need a win badly. They've lost two in a row. You know, they, they've been in control for the majority of the season. Lane Johnson is um, going to be back for the playoffs, but he's postponing surgery. Like, that's never a good sign. You know, like, I, good for him for being tough. He's an amazing player. You can see the stark difference in this team without Lane Johnson out there. But if you need surgery, like, I'm going to postpone surgery. That means you – need certain not going to get it like that's not a good thing so I think that the Eagles look kind of vulnerable right now I really do and they they really need a win in this spot they need the one seed to get healthy and um 
they're probably going to get it done. The Giants are locked into their seed. I I think I'll take the Eagles in this spot, especially if Hurts plays. But just for these playoffs, I'm getting a little concerned about the Eagles long term. And I've been doing this with, I guess, I just start, I don't know. I didn't plan to do this, but I started looking at the draft next year. And I mentioned this earlier. The Eagles are still in a really good position. They have a very talented roster. They think they've found their guy with Jalen Hurts, and they get the New Orleans Saints draft pick this next year, which is a top 10 pick right now. So, um, yeah, they're cheering hard for Carolina this week. I think that's right. Yeah, Carolina. So, Eagles, yeah, but mid. Yeah. Hey, uh, to go to your, to go mid. back to your point, Johnny, is like, you know, the Eagles lost two straight with a backup quarterback. But they won a Super Bowl with a backup quarterback and Nick Foles. But just the NFL, Nick Foles as a backup quarterback. Oh, great backup quarterback. Threw three picks in Indianapolis the first time he was back in however many. You know, it's just like, you know, it's situational. And I think that Philadelphia team that won the Super Bowl is better than this Philadelphia team, just given the last two weeks with a backup. But injuries, as you're talking about, Lane Johnson and more, you know, Philly has to get right. I mean, they have to with every bone in their body or else – they're, I mean, beatable, first-round beatable, and that tag's going to be on them. And I, I I like Philly here just because I, I think that tag has to be removed, and it will be. They're good everywhere. I'm not saying they're bad by any means, but, um, yeah, th- this sucks. This game stinks. Bit mid. One more, th- one more thing, Chan. Uh, yeah. One more thing, which means two more things, you know. Uh, I just That's fine. Fucking – I just fucking ramble, so but whatever. I love this pod. But two things: one, uh, a battle of two coaches that are probably the top two for coach of the year, and I really think it's Dables for the taking. Now, a couple weeks ago, before the Hurts injury and before the losing streak for the Eagles, you, I mean, we were all saying it was Sirianni. I think if the Giants win this game, it's a lock for Dable. Um, and even if they lose, I think it's a lock lock for Dable. And last thing is that, you know, Johnny Rowe had some fire takes this year and some really bad ones too. Let's, let, we won't talk about this. Um, one of the takes that Johnny Rowe had a while ago, and apologies to any Eagles listeners that we have, was that the Eagles gave me – this is when they were undefeated. The Eagles were giving me last year – Titan vibes like they're they're they are susceptible to lose in their after their bye if they were to get the one seed or early in the playoffs and I think um I'm back believing that I'm back on my bullshit with that that take wow quite the take uh I mean I don't necessarily disagree but that's bold I love it we will figure it out down the road, get what I said there. Sunday night football, Detroit Lions go to Lambeau to take on the Green Bay Packers. NFC North battle with so much on the line. Blaine seemed to have a little bit better of a grip on that. He fires it off first here for us. I'll let him do that. I'm picking the Packers. I think that they don't lose this game. I think that at the end of the day, Detroit is an organization that is in this spot and won't get it done incapable of getting it done um the packers are the exact opposite their organization knows how to win um they have the better quarterback even though golf is good but outdoors and golf stinks on the road um packers minus four and a half packers all day blaine explain explain the uh the scenario for me again and then also you know your your breakdown 
I mean, it's pretty simple for the Packers. If they win, they're in. Done. Now, the Lions have like a long line. If they beat the Packers and the Seahawks loss or a tie or all the blah, 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 blah. I mean, it just goes on down the line. And the Commanders win over the Cowboys. Like, I don't really – I'm trying to decipher this, and I can't really wrap my head around it until Sunday night comes around. The broadcast will have it nailed down for you. So yeah. You wait till for Collinsworth to, to break it down for you instead of me. But the Lions still have a fighting chance, but a lot of things have to happen before that game um, in order to it, and it'll all be played out before then. So – Packers are going to win this game. Why? They're healthy. They're finally healthy. That I mean, Bakhtiari's finally healthy. They're finally back to strength and all line. Their their young receivers are getting better. They just stifled one of the best offenses in the NFL and the Minnesota Vikings. Justin Jefferson had oh. 15 yards. When has Justin Jefferson ever had 15 yards? That's a phenomenal sign for the secondary that had trouble earlier in the year. And that's been a lot of the reason they've been doing well is Rodgers is comfortable and the defense is making stops. Those two combinations you don't want to see in the playoffs and you don't want to see at Lambeau on a Sunday night when Rodgers has all at his hands. Um, Rodgers all the way here, Packers all the way here. Just don't see how the Lions get it done. Completely agree. Uh, Nobody wants to play the Packers right now and a testament to their organization and this team for turning it around. It wasn't so it wasn't too long ago that I was trying to convince you guys that they should start Jordan Love. And uh, that, you know, is the fucking stupidest thing I've ever said. So uh, they, they are they are a team that I think is going to win this game, get into the playoffs. playoffs. And they would want. Yes, yeah, so mid. They would want to play. <laughs> they, they would want to play Minnesota and Francisco. So they're they're actually cheering for the Vikings and the Cardinals uh, this week. But any, anybody they play is going to get their get a great shot. And actually, you know, now that I processed that, I think Green Bay would really want to play San Francisco to get revenge for last year. Uh, in that snow bowl when uh, the 49ers went into Lambeau and and knocked the one seed Packers out of the playoffs, I think. Yeah. Yep. Go Pat, go. And Rogers going back to San Fran, playing in his backyard. He's done it a time or two. You never know what could happen, but I don't think the Cardinals are going to win. Let's wrap up the show, boys. Best game of the week. First game of the week. Kansas City Chiefs travel to Sin City to take on the Las Vegas Raiders. Nine and a half point favorites are the Chiefs. Chiefs have to win. Chiefs win, and they're the one seed in the AFC. Um, it's pretty simple there. But as Blaine alluded to, Raiders, nothing to lose. And what better way for them to end their season, their topsy-turvy season, uh, with a win over the Chiefs that they haven't done in in a few games. Um, They have never beaten the Chiefs at Vegas. Um, It it feels like a great spot for the Raiders, in my opinion. Um, And that's how kind of how I look at this game. But on the flip side, it's Patrick Mahomes with something to do and something to prove. And what better way to get your playoff train rolling down the tracks than securing the one seed and beating the brakes off of your most hated rival. Um, I hate the Chargers. I hate Denver. I know Johnny hates Denver a, a shit ton. I hate the Raiders more than anybody in our division. Um, they are a disgusting franchise. 
and a franchise that I don't know that anybody that isn't a Raiders fan cares about or cheers for. They have so many off the field issues. They have low character guys. Uh, I hate them. And this Kansas City Chiefs team has has kind of been sleepwalking. Um, you know that that it, that horrible incident on Monday night can go one of two ways. I think this could ignite a Chiefs locker room in terms of quit taking this shit for granted and go out there and play the sport that we love because we're really damn good at it. And let's go kick somebody's ass. We haven't done it in about six weeks, in my opinion. And let's rally around a tragedy and, and make it a positive and go out there and play the game that we love the way we can do it and beat some ass. I love saying that so much. I said it twice in a row. This Chiefs team, I have a lot of confidence in this Chiefs team right now. Outside of special teams, I think they're playing really well. Special teams has been keeping teams in this damn football game with the Kansas City Chiefs. It isn't anything else, in my opinion. So get that shit figured out. Chiefs, sorry I'm going long spiel here, but I got really fired up. I love the Chiefs here. Um, I hate minus nine and a half, though. Blame or Johnny? I don't know. I got too fired up there. I'm seeing red. Fine, I'll go. I'll go. Um, I just got kind of pissed because I looked down at my bets and I'm just getting slaughtered again tonight. Um, I'm sorry. Come on, that. Wendell Carter. Sco- Wendell Carter, score the, ball, score the ball. Okay, anyways. Bears. Uh, oh, by the way, a little break there. Bears won, by the way. Slaughtered. It's Go because ahead, I didn't bet on them. If, they w- if I would have bet on them, Dana would have told the players that I did, and they would have <laughs> all shot with the opposite hand. Um, Chiefs with these big spreads has been risky. Um, I like it better on the road, but I'm not going to give betting advice on on this game. The Chiefs are, you know, win, yeah, winning you're the one seed. The Raiders would love to play spoiler. Stidham looked pretty freaking good last week. I don't know. I, I like – I'd much rather – have a matchup like this with a lot on the line week 18 than to already have it locked up. Oh yeah. And, you know, kind of coast. So uh-huh. I, I love, I love it in Vegas, a lot on the line. I, I, I will, I will bring this up though. I don't know if you guys saw Mahomes Reed. They talked to MBS and somebody else today uh, in the media availability. Weird. It was weird. It was it, – it's going to be a weird at the beginning for these guys to play. Like, I think this really – this DeMar Hamlin thing, rightfully so, shook up a lot of the players. It was just so different than anything else we had seen. You know, uh, only once in my life have I been, like, in a room with someone who's actively dying, and I'll never forget it. It's, it's terrifying. And he's got, these guys, like, legit – everybody was watching someone die like on the field and watching people watch someone die. And so it's a very sobering experience. And I don't say that to ruin the mood of the show. I just say that this is the first game of the week 18 NFL slate. I'm very curious to see how this Chiefs team responds. I, I, I like, how are they going to look at the beginning? How is this team going to look in warmups? Like I mentioned earlier, they're a team that likes to sit back and let the game come to them. Are they just going to go out on the field and get the game and get after a backup quarterback? Fucking please do. Please do it. Yeah. Buckered, do Buckered, it. Like you, like you said, Chandler, but, and it, like, 
you know, who knows if Butker's going to play. Other than that, the team's getting pretty healthy. Just go out there and just just dominate this Raiders team. I really, I really hope they do. The the worst thing that could happen is to go into this this game and and go into the playoffs a wounded duck. Come on, man, go Chiefs. I mean, I I this was going to be a great spot for the Chiefs, and last week just put every you know this was going to be like ah oh, whatever you know Chiefs are going to play the Raiders on a Sunday that doesn't matter and the Chiefs are going to blow the Raiders out. No, the NFL decided to put this game at the top of the Saturday schedule because the Las Vegas Raiders think they got something in Jared Stidham and played a hell of a game against the San Francisco 49ers last week at home where the Chiefs have to go travel to play. The Raiders think they got their guy. The post-game locker room was like happy after the loss. Devontae Adams looked like <laughs> Devonte Adams is at best of his career. Seven for one fifty three. Yeah, seven for one fifty three. Two touchdowns. One of the <laughs> best catches I've seen this year. Darren Waller was really good. For, went for seventy two. Foster Moreau caught some balls, and Stidham was able to sling the ball across the yard for three sixty five. Like this is the best the Raiders have looked offensively all year, bar none, no question. Now, Brock Purdy was able to put up thirty seven. And the Raiders' defense still stinks. And that's where you're at Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs. Where are you going to take advantage of the Raiders? You're going to see some tough offenses throughout the AFC playoffs. No better way to get right than against Devontae Adams and Waller and this passing offense of the Raiders. And, yeah, hell, even Josh Jacobs has been one of the better running backs. I mean, this this isn't about Pat doing Pat. Pat's going to play well. The Chiefs' offense is going to click. What am I going to see out of somebody from the Kansas City Chiefs defensive line say, this is a fucking backup in Jared Stidham, and we want to ruin the Raiders' thought of next year and their future with them or whatever next year brings by demolishing them and cutting that chatter out. And that's how you have to attack this game. Defense has to be phenomenal, will be. I think they show up strong, and I think Pat just does Pat, and the Chiefs win by two touchdowns. I absolutely love it. Real quick before we go to Johnny's final thought, let's go score a prediction for the game. Okay. Last episode of the season. This will be on the record for a while. Or excuse me, last episode of the regular season. We're going to be back, folks, next week. Don't you worry. My final score for the game, Chiefs. Chiefs 34, Raiders 21. Johnny? Uh, okay, the over-under is 52-and-a-half. It's a big over-under. Vegas would obviously love to have an over in this spot. I'm going to go Chiefs. <laughs> I got one for you. Okay, I'm going to go Chiefs. 33, Raiders. 27, Chiefs do not cover and win the game. Yeah, I really like that score. Wow. <laughs> I was going to go Chandler 34 to 17. Too close for you. So switching Chiefs 31 20. I love that too. God, good. Three really solid scores there. Um, God, I can't wait for this game. 3 30 Saturday afternoon. Tune in. We'll be watching. Can't wait. Johnny, you got a final thought for us before we take it, uh, take it out of here? 
Uh, yeah, kids, say no to gambling is my final thought. I had two standalone bets and a four-leg parlay that is already dead, and it's 9.02 p.m., so I'll be uh, just curling up in bed, not having anything to watch with meeting tonight. Say no to gambling, and uh, in all seriousness, enjoy Week 18. Like, this is – I can't believe we've had 18 weeks of regular season NFL, man. Like, college bowl season is done other than the championship. And then we're going to get into the offs pretty soon in the NFL. Like, you know, for a lot of a lot of fans, for the fans of eighteen different teams, this is the last game you're going to see until next year. So enjoy it. Football is football is the best thing in the world. You're right, Johnny. Also, kids, one eight hundred bets off if you need somebody to talk to. Uh, that's figured out NFL week 18 boys. I really appreciate your time. It's been a fun regular season. We'll be back for the, for the, for the playoffs. Um, not knowing what the matchups are going to be. I'm really looking forward to that episode. It's getting down to nut cutting time and teams are going to have to cut their nuts. They do want to win the Super Bowl. <laughs> what the hell? You're going to end it on that. <laughs> yeah. You guys like that? You like that? You like that, boy. I'll talk to you guys later. See ya. Good Chiefs.